And welcome to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the Quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Carrington of Carrington Creates. Hi. Now, before we jump into all our quilty, crafty questions today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Carrington? Um, so I live in Jacksonville, Florida, moved here a little over two and a half years ago for a job. Um, I work as a product developer for a lifestyle brand and I help develop apparel and wearable accessories like bags and hair stuff. Um, and I'm a self-titled procrastinator and lover of color. <laughs> I love Did I that catch term. that right? Procrastinator? Yes. And I that love a good pun. Genius. <laughs> I feel that like you need to trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you moved to Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, um, a couple of years ago. Where are you from originally? Um, a little town, I guess not so little now, but um, outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, oh okay. Gary, okay. nice. you, you are a self-described maker of all crafts um, and procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you grow up always making and crafting or was this something that you found later in life? Um, I, I feel like it was definitely more later in life. I mean, I always loved to color and draw when I was little. Um, I definitely had an easy bake oven, but I didn't become a baker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I kind of painted a little bit, but definitely as I got older, I, I really started to embody that elderly millennial, um, (laughs) description. (laughs) So yeah. So when did you start quilting? Serious quilting, honestly, in 2020. <laughs> um, my first quilt I made in 2013. I did like a little nine square quilt for my cousin who was having a baby. Um, I literally just cut a nine inch square out of some cardboard and cut my pieces, sewed them together. <laughs> um, so that was my kind of introduction. But 2020 is what really got me into it. And did you know how to sew before that first quilt in 2013? Yes. Well, honestly, it was probably only about a year or so before. Um, I learned, well, taught myself in 2011. I graduated my first college and kind of got a little bored. (laughs) So, Because, I mean, I feel like making things is kind of the essence of who I am. And so I got bored and was like, I'm going to go buy a sewing machine and went to Walmart, $79 sewing machine, still have it to this day, um, and decided to learn how to sew. And so, yeah. I feel like, yeah, first jobs, I think I started reaching more for my quilting then because I was so bored at work doing basically data entry. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty miserable job. (laughs) (laughs) Crafts were an outlet. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, what kind of kicked started that whole quilting fire in you again in 2020? I think I just really almost needed a break from knitting because I was hard into knitting at the time. And then I started seeing beautiful quilts on Instagram and I was like, I really want to do this. 
because I, I love the, you kind of get more of an instant gratification with quilting because um, you can finish a project so much quicker than knitting. So I, I decided to just go into it. It's really interesting that you say that because I always thought that creating a quilt takes a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like there's so many steps and you it's mm. like doing it like a little to-do list. Like everything's broken mm-hmm. down. It's a beautiful project plan. So like there is that sense of accomplishment. Like once you're cutting, done cutting, it's on to the next. Like that's not to put words in your mouth, Karen. But <laughs> <laughs> and there's also more of like a visual instant gratification because like True. you can just sew one block and you can see you have a block now. Whereas mm-hmm. with knitting, like adding one row you, you can't really see it yeah yeah yes. like you don't get that visual gratification like I could knit for four hours and only have like a two inch hide <laughs> right yeah <laughs> okay that totally makes sense and put it, puts it in perspective for me now thank you guys <laughs> did you teach yourself how to quilt then or like was there a book or like YouTube videos or how did you how did you go about figuring it out I think because I already had the sewing experience it came a little easier. Um, so I just bought a pattern, read through the pattern, figured out how to cut out my pieces <laughs> and just kind of went from there. You mentioned in your intro, you said you're a, um, in product development, correct? Mm-hmm. For, do you do a lot of hands-on like, um, drafting or sewing sort of development for the fashion brands you work with? No, it's more, um, we work with the vendors. Okay. So we, we give them bodies, prints, colors, things like that, and working on the fit. So. Oh, interesting. So do you think much more in your day-to-day on a 3D type scale or? Yes. Do you enjoy the challenges or different of moving into 2D? Well, I guess, I don't know. Now I'm, I've decided, I don't know if quilting is 2D anymore. Cause like after talking to Heidi. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is my newest. This is what I think about (laughs) during bath time. Shower thoughts are sometimes the best thoughts. Yeah. Shower thoughts are often <laughs> very random. And these two, I think, get a lot of text right after I get out of the shower. I'm like, guys, this would be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true. Sometimes, like, when I'm really stuck on, like, writing something and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take a shower <laughs> and something will come up. How high is your water bill? <laughs> uh, I have to know. <laughs> So you were a fashion student at the O'More School of Design at Belmont University. Um, At your time there, did you ever dabble in quilting or patchwork? Well, my first quilt I actually did make while I was there. And I guess I kind of did do a little more of patchwork um, because with my senior collection, it was 60s themed. And so I did a lot of color blocking, which I guess you could could still technically be um, patchwork. So... I incorporated that. Did you go to, um, when you say second college, were you going back for a master's or? Another bachelor's. What inspired you to go back to school uh, for a second bachelor's? I started sewing and I was like, I really like this. I feel like I can make a career of this. (laughs) Not knowing what I was going to (laughs) do. And so, so let's see, I graduated 2011 and then I had probably only been sewing for like a month or so, I'd say. And then I just started looking at fashion design schools that were nearby. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I started fall of 2012. Wow, that's oh, so wow. cool. What was your uh, first bachelor's in? 
Spanish. So definitely different. Very yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> so with your fashion background, are we going to expect any um, quilted garment patterns designed by you? I don't know if I'll ever produce a pattern, but I might, you know, draft one for myself and make something. We'll see. Have you made a quilt coat? I have not. Um, as when I started seeing them pop up on Instagram, I definitely looked at patterns, but then I thought I live in Florida. It's basically <laughs> summer year round. <laughs> Don't know if I really need to make one right now, unless I find a pattern that would still be cool, like lightweight, wouldn't mm. feel too heavy. So we'll see. <laughs> so you mentioned that you you started quilting in 2020. Did you, sorry if I missed this earlier, but did you um, start with a specific pattern or did you just kind of dive in and start self-drafting a quilt top? The first one I did was Mod Diamonds by Pen and Paper Patterns. Okay. And I think I just really loved the look of the triangles, um, the layout, so... So how many, since that first pattern, how many quilts have you started and have you finished? <laughs> I feel like it's had to be at least 10 now. Holy that- <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that response. Yeah. I wasn't. Um, let's see. I actually have a list. I like to keep a list of all the projects that I want to work on. It's about 10. So of those 10 patterns, have you done more by pen and paper design or have you kind of tried a bunch of different pattern designers? Um, I'm trying a bunch of different designers. Do you find that you're, I know it's been a short amount of time, but do you feel like you're honing in on kind of what makes you happy to make or is it kind of you're just trying a bunch of different techniques and stuff? A lot of different techniques. Um, I do, I will look at a pattern first. It does kind of have to speak to me. So yeah, I like the overall composition and so, but I do want to try different techniques. That's what's one of my goals, even though it's not a question yet. It's one of my goals. <laughs> <laughs> a little preview. <laughs> what, what kind of, um, what kind of quilts are currently speaking to you? I just finished some quilts with curves, Ooh. which I, I wasn't <laughs> going to sew curves. Not that I can't, it's just because I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> the patterns were so fun so and plus they were baby quilts so that's fun cute yeah I'm guessing the quilt buzz bingo quilt spoke to you because it's behind you as we speak <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I usually do with my um quilt tops when I finish them and I want to motivate myself to baste and quilt and all that so <laughs> yeah so going back to quilt coats. Um, so majority of quilt coats that we see on Instagram come from existing garment patterns. Um, so if someone wanted to create, get into creating a quilted garment pattern from scratch, what would they need to consider? Um, definitely first step would be the design you would want. Cause I have seen a lot of different variations out there. Um, I do feel like a lot of them are simpler, which is great for something like this because you don't want a lot of seams so that you can show off your quilted piece. So definitely the design you want, sizing if you want it a little more fitted or if you want it oversized, um, if you're going to add embellishments, you know, a zipper, buttons, a hood. 
So you are a brand ambassador for Everstone. Can you tell us a little bit more about your role as an ambassador and kind of what fun goodies you get as an ambassador? Yeah, um, definitely just kind of getting the word out there about Everstone because um, I hadn't ever heard of Everstone. Uh, when I was doing my sewing machine research earlier in 2020, because I was going to start making masks, um, of course, everybody was trying to start making masks. <laughs> so you couldn't find a sewing machine anywhere. <laughs> I would literally go to the stores, but the shelves were empty. Um, so I started looking online and I can't even remember exactly how I found it, but I did. Um, actually, I think I it was a website, but of course it was out of stock. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just kind of happened to stumble upon it. And I started doing research and discovered that they're actually a kind of a sister company of Bernina. Oh. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, just kind of getting the word out about Everstone that, you know, we have this other amazing brand out there. So far, I did get a big box of goodies, like notions, <laughs> lots of scissors and pens and things like that. So, and do they have you, um, do they give you like monthly challenges or are there projects you're working on in partnership with them? So the maker team that I'm on, um, they actually started it this year. This is their first team of six. We do have a monthly theme with that. And so I'm going to start working on my September one soon. And, um, we just have the theme and then whatever we want to do for the theme is completely up to us, which is really fun. What kind of projects have you worked on so far? For July, the theme was 4th of July, of course. And so I did a little table runner, which I'm actually using as a wall quilt, and it's fireworks. Cute. Yeah. And then the August one, the theme was so cool, beating the summer heat. (laughs) And so I made a little um, top and short set, and it's printed popsicle fabric. That's so so cute. cute. Oh my gosh. And did you use like a particular pattern for that or is that like a Carrington pattern? I found a pattern on Etsy for the shorts and the top. Nice. And for the um, 4th of July table runner, did you self-draft that? No, I found the pattern um, on Etsy. It's by Lindsay Waite of Primrose Cottage Quilts and it's called Firework Frenzy. Do you find yourself going, you mentioned that um, when you kind of discovered quilting through Instagram, And you've mentioned using Etsy a lot. Do you find you use both as kind of like search tools for new quilts to work on? Yes. I feel like it's so much easier than trying to just Google something um, Mm -hmm. to be able to go to Etsy and kind of type in specific words. So it's very helpful in that regard. So for your Everstone machine, is it a um, quilting machine or does it have a quilting attachment? It is, it's a combo. So as sewing and quilting um, and it... The one that they actually sent me to test out the Celine, um, it has an ex- an extension table, which is Ooh. so great. <laughs> yes, nice. it's. I mean, it's not the biggest one, but it's it's nice just to have that extra space to hold my quilt somewhat. So your Instagram feed is so bright and colorful. Could you tell us about how you go about choosing color palettes for personal projects? It's more of just colors that I love. Um, And I do, sometimes I do let the the colors speak to me, like what I feel like that project would want. Um, 
but of course it's just going to be colorful. And then if I'm making a project for someone else, I definitely like, especially with all these baby quilts that I've made, um, I like to know kind of what their nursery is. And then, um, most of the people have, I've been close with. So I know like the aesthetic of the mother too. Um, so I feel like a few of them have been like one or two, not color palettes that I would necessarily pick for myself, but (laughs) they're still pretty and I do like them. So it's been fun. (laughs) I was going to ask you like, is there tips on like how to try and gauge someone's style without asking them because whatever you're creating for them is going to be a gift or a surprise? Um, well, for the one quilt that I made for a coworker, she always wears a lot of neutrals and, and she was having a little girl. And so I still wanted to be girly, but not just completely neutral colors. So I did a lot of soft pinks um, and I did have some tan in there. And then for one, it actually helped because the mom gave me the backing fabric. So I was able to coordinate the color palette to that, which is very helpful. Um, But yeah, I feel like I study people a lot. I try not to be too creepy, but <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I did kind of stalk your Instagram for about an hour or maybe more. So. <laughs> investigation. That's what I like to call it. Investigation. <laughs> so you mentioned in an Instagram post that you live with two housemates and you work on a 26-inch fold-up table and sit on the corner of your bed while you sew. And when it comes to pressing, you have a mini ironing board set up on your bed and a wooden pull-out table for cutting. So if you had like a dream sewing space, what would be, how would it look like? (laughs) Um, Well, update though, I did upgrade from the 26-inch table to a Mm. 39-inch fold-up table. Nice. (laughs) What kind of folding table? Because I found I was working on a folding table for a bit and it was very rocky. Like the machine, Mm -hmm. like it could barely hold the machine. That was (laughs) I was worried it was gonna like, you know, like animation style just go splat with the legs Mm -hmm. out at one point. Yeah. Um I actually got it off Amazon. It's so it's got like a faux wood top that actually folds. And then Mm -hmm. um there's a back panel and side panels that the side panels open out and the table kind of clicks on there. Okay. So I I do feel like this one's very sturdy. I'm actually sitting at it right now on the corner of my bed. (laughs) 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 Um, But as far as a dream craft room, um, which I am getting ready to move soon, but still won't be my dream craft room. Um, but just space where I could, you know, use a real chair to sew <laughs> and lots of storage for organization and a big cutting table. Mm, that'd be a dream. So you started an EPP project um, and it recently made its way back onto your Instagram feed after six years. Could you give us an update on where you are with that project? The design is I took solids and created a peace sign 
And then the rest of it, I'm just going to fill in and around with batiks because I love batiks. Um, so I finally got the peace sign filled in. Um, so now I just got to put a bunch of hexagons together and I want to make a quilt for myself. So, nice. we'll so see. are you piecing the, um, the peace sign out of hexagons? Yes. Kind of doing like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I created, um, flowers, six yep. piece flowers. And yeah, I just pieced all of those together. How have you enjoyed the EPP experience? I like it. If you were to rank (laughs) knitting, crochet, quilting, EPP. I think I like EPP. I think if I had a different project, maybe one that would give me instant gratification sooner. (laughs) (laughs) I would continue with it. (laughs) I'm guessing it's definitely, given that it's taken like longer than a knitting project, like I'm sure you'd prefer the knitting project over the EPP (laughs) in terms of gratification wise. Like, yes, (laughs) I can make a pair of socks faster than it's taken me to do this quilt. So you probably would have made like at least 20 pairs by now. (laughs) So Wendy mentioned to us that, um, you've got a couple of sewing related tattoos on your left arm, very specific mentioning left arm. Wendy, I have I have no questions about the nanny cams you've installed in everyone's apartment. Oh. <laughs> it's rich coming from you, Amanda. I don't have nanny cams. I just have carrier pigeons. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about them and what made you pull the trigger to get them? And yeah, I have a f- one last follow-up question. Are there plans for any future tattoos, sewing-related tattoos or otherwise? Um, so I actually have three now. The first one is my yarn ball that says Knit Happens. Then the second one I got was a combination of EPP and cross stitch. And that says procrastinator. And then the (laughs) third one is my sewing machine. And it says, so what? Um, So like I said, I love a good pun. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, I just had the idea because I do have another tattoo that I got. And I was like 18 cherries on my ankle. Um, and I was like, I kind of want to get another tattoo. And then my best friend decided to get another one and I went and I'm just hooked now, but I wanted to do these two because I love creating. Like I said, it's who I am. Um, and so just a way to always have that on display for me is what I really wanted. Um, And yes, I do have plans for more. I had the realization not too long ago that essentially I'm just going to have a craft sleeve. Never thought I would have a sleeve of tattoos, like at all. (laughs) Never imagined. So yeah, I've got at least two more planned. And do you come up with your own designs? Yes. Each one I did draw by hand. And then um, as far as coloring my tattoo artist did that because his specialty is kind of watercolor, um, which I really loved. So he definitely brought my designs to life. So do you have any quilting goals for this year? Definitely just keep trying different techniques and quilting patterns. Um, I recently started 
a foundation paper piecing project the other night. Um, so that's one thing I definitely want to work on more. Um, cause I want to make, I envision my house being full of wall quilts. Ooh. I don't, I don't feel like I'm really an art person. So I just want wall quilts. So that's my goal is to have enough to fill a wall. So on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Carrington? Yes. Okay, Wendy, why don't you kick us off? All right. So what is your favorite time of day to quilt? Evening, usually after work. Where do you sew? On the corner of my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Do you wear shoes while sewing? Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, Music, Netflix, podcasts, or the sounds of silence? Usually Netflix. And do you have a current favorite show on Netflix? I just finished Gilmore Girls. But now I'm binging Clarissa Explains It All on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, man. Oh, that is That's a, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the elder millennials all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite snack while quilting? I usually don't eat. Uh, favorite traditional block? I haven't tried a lot, but I do really like Log Cabin. And what's your favorite color? Lime green. What's your favorite brand of solids? Kona. Uh, do you have a particular favorite color from Kona? Acid lime. Best color. <laughs> well, it's tied with pickle, but it's mm, so good. Yeah. Different vibes. <laughs> Different vibes, but like, and together, but together they are a power oh. couple. Oh, I'm just throwing that. that. Yeah, oh, it's good. Okay. good I'm looking at my Kona chat right now as you speak. I'm like trying to envision it. <laughs> I honestly think acid lime is like a neutral because it actually kind of goes with everything. It like does, it brings mm-hmm. out, it just... Makes other colors sing. Anything neon is a neutral in my world. What color fabric do you use the most? Kind of all of them. Although lately I have been doing a lot of black. Uh, Solids or prints? That's a tough one, but probably solids. Do you have a favorite fabric designer? Ooh, Tula Pink. And what's the last fabric you bought? Actually backing from my bingo quilt. Nice. nice. Do you have a favorite quilt shop? I do a lot of online, so fat quarter shop. And how do you organize your fabrics? Right now, they're just in two big plastic tubs. What do you do with your scraps? Plastic tub. What is your favorite sewing notion? Rotary cutter. And what's your favorite roller size? Six by 12. What thread brand do you use? Aurifil. Do you have a pressing preference? To the side. Pick one, knitting, quilting, or garment sewing. Quilting. And free motion quilting or straight line quilting? Straight line. Machine or hand bind? Machine attach, hand finish. Spray, pin, or thread based? So far, I've only tried pin. And do you pre-wash your fabrics? With quilting, no. And what is your favorite part of the quilting process? Binding. And what's your least favorite part of the quilting process? Cutting. What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? I don't take enough breaks. Do your shoulders get sore or back? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I just get into a project and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm so close. Like just one more yeah. step. And I'm like, I can go to the bathroom later. I can eat later. Yeah. But then it's like six hours later. <laughs> It's a full transatlantic flight. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your quilty BFF? I don't really have a BFF. I just have a lot of online quilty friends. Who is your quilty crush? Anna Maria Horner. What's your favorite recent make? The Sun Showers quilt that I made for my friend. 
And how many quilts are in your whip pile right now? Six. And where do you store your work in progresses? Fold it on top of the plastic tub. (laughs) (laughs) And do you have any other interests? Uh, Since I live in Florida, I do like hunting for shark's teeth and just really any other craft. Before we wrap today up, we've got just a couple more questions. And first up is who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? First one would be Color of Connection, which I did their um, their very first quilt along earlier this year. And it was so much fun. Um, I met so many people, but just the work that they're doing um, within their communities and having, um, you know, the workshops with underprivileged girls and women and seeing that they were able to make quilts and, you know, own, own something that they made was really cool. Um, and also the ladies are just amazing. Um, and then the second one I would say is ruthlessly handmade. Um, Sarah, the quilties that she makes are so fun. Um, she, I think I can't remember how many quilt blocks she made recently. And then she has a bunch of tie dye t-shirts. And so she sews them onto the tie dye t-shirts and they're so fun. Um, and then third one would be cotton and bourbon, Audrey, and just her designs and her piecing skills and the color palette she uses are amazing. Like I stare at them and I'm like, I probably could make her quilts, but they won't <laughs> look that good. Yeah. Her piecing is phenomenal. She yeah. has like next the level curves. patience, I think, or yeah. something. And just to her, be that meticulous, yeah. it's amazing. And just her precision on like where the quilting lines go is. Mm-hmm. All righty. So before we sign off, do you have any fun projects in the horizon that you're able to share with us? Lots of wall quilts, (laughs) Um, a lot more foundation paper piecing for those, and my September Everstone project. That is still a secret right now. I'm excited to see where the foundation paper piecing adventure takes you. Yeah. So we need to wrap today up, and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio, Wendy. I am the dot weekend quarter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Carrington. At Carrington underscore creates. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's show, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you loved by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it would make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Nailed it. Did it.